Blitzers. Welcome back to another episode of the All Out Blitz podcast with Jeff and Brady. And we are here to talk week 15. Three more weeks to go in the regular season. I know. Before playoff time. Stinks. (laughs) It does stink. But it's fun to see the teams really kind of scratching and clawing, trying to make their way into the playoffs. It's an interesting time of year. Every game matters. You look back at the first. Well, you look back at the first couple of weeks, and of course, all teams want to win, right? But yeah. uh, they don't matter as much as right now. No. So um, let's kick it off, though. Let's kick it off with let's some do it. with some fun facts, if you will, just like you always do. Mm-hmm. Go for it, kid. The number one, the Cardinals had the longest playoff play or postseason drought from 1947 to 1998. Goodness gracious, that's forever. I thought the Brownies had the worst. No. If you just said who hasn't made it to the playoffs, first team that comes to mind is the Browns. Yeah, well, <laughs> the worst team in history goes to the Browns. Since number two, ni- since 1988, every team has played in a conference championship game. That's pretty cool. The Texans just recently have since like 2015 because they were a team since they like 2002. Team, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool, though. No idea on that one. Number three, Ed Sable was the oldest Hall of Fame inductee at the age of 94. Yep, I remember that. Number four, Julio Jones had three more catches in three weeks in 2015 than anyone else in history. Of course he did. He's the GOAT. Of yards. GOAT. Other than that, it's just Jerry Rice. Randy Moss is better. Eh. My, 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 here, just before we'll go on a little tangent here, my overall wide receiver list top three look like this randy moss julio jones jerry rice come at me i don't care number five the most penalties that were called in history was in the first three weeks of 2015 interesting i didn't really see a number that's just i just wrote that down it's all right those were my five five these last two days are flying it's December. That's ridiculous. December's flying. It's December 17th. It's a Thursday. We have football tonight. In a week, it's Christmas Eve. It is Christmas Eve. We got a ton of snow here last night. A foot. I think it was a little more than a foot. I think we walked through a foot of it last night. <laughs> that was hard to do that. <laughs> Decided to go for a little walk last night in a foot of snow. It's Most not... plays didn't have tire tracks. It was interesting. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It wasn't that easy walking up in snow boots and a foot of snow up a huge hill. Yeah, it's pretty fun. That's um, for you. You weren't wearing snow boots. You were wearing like sneakers. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Uh, let's talk football. Finally. Let's talk week 15. All right. A lot of stuff to go on. There's some good games coming up this week. Looking forward to. Let's start out with tonight's game, of course, which tell me what you think. And then remember, as we're going through these games, think of the turlet bowl. Think of the good game, the the. Game of the week here. Okay. I have my laptop over here. I'd be able to see what games are. It's all right. I want to surprise you. Yay. Tonight's game, Thursday night football. It's the four and nine Chargers taking on somehow the seven and six Las Vegas Raiders. It could be an, it I'm could taking be an the okay Chargers. Game. If 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 Keenan Allen and Mike Williams play. They are both really dinged up. They came away sore last week after that Atlanta game. Some issues going on there. I know Eckler was dinged up. But if they all play, I'm taking the Chargers. I don't know. Both teams are pretty bad. The Raiders started really hot. 
And then the last and then almost four, lost to the Jets. Last four or five weeks, they've been really bad. And the Chargers only won because of a field goal. They won. I'm going to take the Chargers just because the the Raiders almost lost to the Jets, but the Chargers only won because of a field goal. Yeah. Well, that's based off last week, but I'm taking them anyway. I mean, if if Allen and Mike Williams do not play, I think the Raiders are going to win. Because I don't. who's my boy Herbie going to throw to? Hunter Henry? That's fine. Eckler's back there. I think Justin Jackson's back. We'll see. I'm taking the Chargers out tonight. Cool. Next game. This one has me nervous. The 10-3 and three Buffalo Bills are taking on the... Oh, is this like the Saturday game? Feisty. This is a sat- oh, that's right. There's two Saturday games this week. The early Saturday game, 10-3 and three Bills taking on the feisty 5-8 and eight Denver Broncos. I think Denver... Bills. I- I'm taking the Bills too, but Buffalo cannot take this game lightly or Denver will surprise them. The way they've been playing lately, it's going to be tough. Buffalo needs to put their foot on the gas and don't let it off until the end of the game. But I'm taking my MVP, Josh Allen. MVP Allen. Next game, Saturday night game, the four and nine Carolina Panthers taking on the ten and three Green Bay Packers. Packers. I'm taking the Packers as well. McCaffrey, doubtful for Saturday's game, which really just means he's out. Yeah. Still not playing. I think he should just pack in for the year. He should like just I mean three weeks left. They got nothing to play for. What's the point of coming back for a game or two? Just rest up, get healthy for next year, and maybe take a shot at this thing. Yeah. Um, I, I think the Packers are going to win pretty pretty easily here. They're fairly healthy, no major issues or injuries. Carolina, I mean, they play tough, you know, but Screaming Bay Packers team is on a different level right now. Um, let's take a shift into the Sunday games. Start out with the five and eight 49ers taking on the four and nine Dallas Cowboys. Niners. Same. They're playing tough football. Sure. They are. I don't watch our games. I don't care. I don't. They're play, they play tough football, though. Dallas, uh, I think Zeke is out. Not going to be back there on the field. I think it's going to be whoever their yeah, backup he, he is. He doesn't do anything these days, anyways. That's true, but you, know, you at least have to account for him. But now they're going to have their backups in there. Watch the backup come and run for like 150. I know. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> like Zeke? Mm. Uh, Zeke who? We're going to trade you and maybe get a little money back, probably some dead cap space. But let's pay Dak. Yeah, first in a second. Um, so uh, not if you're the Texans you're trading for like an eighth. Uh, you can get anyone for six nowadays. The Niners. I, uh, Niners are playing good football right now. And I think yeah. – you know, I think uh, defensive coordinator Robert Sala, you know, we've, we all saw what he was able to do last year with that defense, uh, taking them to the Super Bowl. They did lose, but, of course, they played the the crazy hot Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, he'll be up for a head coaching job here shortly in the offseason here. Yeah. And uh, I think he's, he's looking to put on a defensive display the next couple of weeks just to make mm-hmm. sure he's at the top of people's lists for a head coaching job. 49ers for the win. Yeah. This one right here, this next game – uh, I, I like this game. I like this matchup. It's the nine and four Seattle Seahawks okay. taking on the six and seven Washington football team. Football team. That was pretty quick. Yeah, 
Alex Smith, I guess he when when he came out last week, it was because of a calf strain in that leg that he had all those surgeries on. He said it was a freak thing, had nothing to do with his actual injuries and that kind of stuff. Just a weird strain. I think he's questionable technically right now. Um, if he plays, I think Washington wins this game. Now I feel like truly Seattle might win this. And I'm not saying that, like, I'm just saying that because, like, you know, they're Seattle. If they think of Seattle and the football team, everyone's thinking Seattle. And now that they did blow out the Jets last week, now everyone knows they are the Jets. But they will always be known as the team that lost to the Giants. It's true. It's true. And Washington is much better than the Giants right now. Yeah. And uh, I think the other thing is, you know, I think Seattle looks for Jamal Adams to have a big game again like he did against his Jets. Uh, his his old Jets, but if Alex Smith is in there at quarterback, he is a very intelligent and smart football player and veteran at quarterback. Yeah. If Dwayne Haskins has to play, I think Adams can rattle him a little bit. You're not rattling Alex Smith. That dude's been through the. Oh, he's been through everything, on and off the field. He's been through every. You are not rattling that guy. No. Antonio Gibson, I also think, is questionable. He's making some significant quick progress on that turf toe injury. Turf toe? If he can come back and play, oh, boy. He's I not going to do much. I think they're going to give Seattle some trouble. Even if not, I mean, when you look at just the other running backs chipping in like they need to, Alex Smith being smart with the ball, they could beat Seattle. I don't see Seattle as this big, you know, uh, strong opposition right now like you have in years past. I just think that they're very beatable right now. So you're taking the football team too? Yeah. That's how you never really took anyone at the beginning. <laughs> I did. I think they're, if Alex, I said if Alex Smith plays, they got it. They do. I think, yeah, they definitely yeah. got it if he wins. I said if he that. plays. Uh, this next game here, even up matchup based on record. The six and seven Bears taking on the six and seven Vikings. They're Vikings. both they're both very equal. They're both equally mediocre. They are. Right now. Bears are posers. Vikings actually try and win a game. Well, they all try. But I do think the Bears, I mean, the Bears started out, I mean, red hot. Yeah, they were like 5-0 and and then And then just, I don't know, flushed themselves down that turtle bowl there. I'm pretty sure they were like 5-1 and one at like one point in the season. I'm not going to go against my boy Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, and so potential offensive rookie of the year, Justin Jefferson. I'm taking Minnesota. Good job. I don't care who the Bears have. Khalil Mack isn't even that good anymore. No, he's good, but like he was like he was. When you think of like Aaron Donald, like that wrecks an offense. Yeah, that's how Khalil Mack used to. I don't see him like that with Chicago anymore. He was yeah, that first year like, when he got traded from the Raiders. He was a nightmare for people, and then after that, it just seems like he fell off. I don't. Yeah, you don't really see him like in highlights anymore. Like nothing. T- like tearing like tearing up about like three people on the O line at the same time. You see, no. Aaron, you see people like Aaron Donald doing that to like four people. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what happened to him, but uh, quite the big fall off, you know, over the last couple of years. Yeah, I'd say so. So, taking Minnesota. Yeah, you. By how much? I, I have no clue. Like, but come up with a score. Twenty-three to fifteen. That's a close one. It's gonna be. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. But teams are equally mediocre, like you said. Thirteen <laughs> ten. It's not gonna be that bad. It's not gonna be that bad. It's gonna be. It's gonna be higher. Than, both teams are gonna get higher than fifteen points. Twenty-eight, twenty-four. That's what I'm going for. I'm going for both teams are gonna be higher than fifteen points. All right. Next game. 
Next game. Six and seven Patriots taking on eight and five Dolphins. Dolphins. Tua and the Dolphins. Tua's Dolphins. Some Beards Dolphins. Full. Oh, oh, yeah. What, what week is he playing? Who cares? He played like he one have game to play. because Tua had team. to go out. Still his team. It's not his team. Go back to the Bengals, the Bucks, the Bills, Panthers, whatever team he came from. Can you name all 31 other teams? Because that's who he's played for. Falcons. He never played for Eagles, Atlanta. Never uh, played Patriots. for Atlanta. <laughs> like, we should sign him. No. Just be, to a one-day contract. Just to He's say younger he than Shab, I'll say that. Is he? Yes. Shab's played for like 20 years. His beard makes him look like Gandalf. Does just needs He just needs... Next year for Halloween, he should dye it gray. And then just get one of those costumes... <laughs> Soon enough, it'll be that way on its own. Naturally gray from being old. Two years. Fear the beard. I wonder if they have that t-shirt. They should. If not, we should make one. Fear the beard. Fear the beard. It's going to be on our merch release. With his face on it. Yeah. No, no, just, no, just the beard. <laughs> just like, the beard. Just the beard. Oh, man. I'm going to take the Dolphins, too. They had a yeah. rough game against the Chiefs. They kept it close last week, but, I mean, it's Patriots. the Chiefs. But if they can, here's the thing. If Miami beats the Patriots, which I, I really do think they will, it officially knocks the Patriots out of playoff contention. They have no shot to make it for the first time in a very long time. Mm-hmm. And it also puts the nail in their coffin to say, you know, they're going to need to do some rebuilding next year. And the Dolphins have officially made it to that next step where next year they're going to be a force to be reckoned with, with another draft class, some more free agents coming in. This is good. Miami's turning into a place where, where veteran players want to go play football, which is very I'm, good. The Patriots, they're like, they're like a decent team. Like they, they, like they have their off and on weeks. Say it, say it, say it. They're a back and forth team. They, they are. I know they are. I completely agree with you there. That's the first time you actually agreed with me on that. I agree with you on that one for sure. They are. Should make that description of this episode. <laughs> Jeff this finally agrees a little with back and forth. I don't know. <laughs> Jeff finally agrees with Brady. The Patriots are a back and forth team. <laughs> um, but I'm hoping that Miami next year actually stays like like a good team, and they're not just like one of those teams that like like has one of those great years and then it's like completely flops the next year. I think Miami what they need to do whatever they can to keep Fitz as the backup. They do. Like, I don't care what they have. I don't care what they got to pay him because he's not going to take much. No matter what, he's not going to ask for too much money. He's not. But I think this is the perfect spot for him Mm -hmm. to finish his career out. And he's perfect to keep helping Tua grow to that next step. And he will be the one to help him not hit that sophomore slump in his second year in the NFL. Yeah. That'd be perfect. Both taking the Dolphins here. Next game. Next game, the 1-12 Jags taking on the suddenly – Playing well again, eight and five Baltimore Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens. I am too, and I feel like Lamar, he's not gonna really have that much of a game. You don't think he is against that defense? They don't really have a defense. To be I think honest. Hollywood Brown, not that he's played a big role in that offense this year, just went on the COVID list yesterday. So mm-hmm. it doesn't look unless he unless it was a false positive and he tests negative the next couple of days, doesn't look like he's gonna be available for him. Des Bryant, I don't even know. I haven't heard anything if he's on the list they, or not no, on the they, list. I'm pretty sure they said they took him off the list. Yeah, I just don't even know if he's playing, like if he wants to play again. Yeah, because so. earlier, like, like, when, like before that Dallas game, he he pretty much said on Twitter that he was, like he's going to be done then. Yeah, I just yeah, but coming back, I think that was when he thought he was positive. Uh, yeah, but I I feel like if I was him at this point, I would probably just sit out. 
I would come in. I'd say show the world and be like, "What you look? What you guys did?" Yes, but you're gonna you're gonna have so. false positives like that. But they also the NFL. I don't know the the exact. I didn't read the whole article, but there is. They did just put a rule in place, and they, <laughs> I saw somebody comment, and they're like, "Oh, this is the Des Bryant rule," dealing with the, how they literally came on the field 30 minutes before kickoff and pulled them off. Like that can't happen ever again. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. And I'm like, of course, it was against Dallas, and everybody wanted to see him play against Dallas. Yeah. But it is what it is. Not much you can do now. I'm going to take Baltimore in this game. No, I just did. Jags just don't have oh, yeah. much. I'm, ta- I'm taking Baltimore, too, but Lamar, like I said, Lamar is not going to have one of those games. Yeah. Like like he did last time, where he came back from his poop break and then just threw the ball everywhere. <laughs> his poop break. I'm uh, saying it's what he did. If it was only the turlet bowl. Um, <laughs> this next game, you know, the eight and five bucks take on the four and nine Falcons. Here is my hope for the next three weeks. We're not going to win the next three weeks. We're going to win at least one game in the next three weeks. I, I'm not certain we are, but here's what my hope is. Because when when my team gets knocked out of the playoffs for for sure, yeah, we are. I want my team to play spoiler to everybody else. I want them to beat everybody else. I want that every other week anyway. But I love playing the spoiler. I can say for sure they're not beating the Chiefs. Here's what I want to see happen. I want to see them beat the Bucks twice. Because that could potentially knock them out of the playoffs. We have a chance we have a chance of getting third in the NFC South, which I really don't think does that much. Yeah, it means nothing. Yeah. Unless but, they had like an extra playoff round to it. Yeah. Here's the thing. I want to say I can care less if they beat the Chiefs. I don't want them to beat the Chiefs, to be honest with you. It puts the Chiefs in a better position for the playoffs. I'm okay with the Chiefs. Yeah. I personally know the GM. It's all good. Head coach, awesome guy. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't like Mahomes? Seems like a great dude. Yeah. You know? Um Yeah, I don't know. I I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Tampa just because I think they're going to win the football game. I'll take it later. Okay. I'll help I you just, out with it. Yeah, I just – I don't have a lot of confidence after, after gonna, the last couple of weeks. I can say we're going to beat the Bucks like, at least once. I hope so. Because I don't want to get – I don't want to – because we're already not – You don't want a top five draft pick? Not if we well, If we lose too. the next three weeks and we go four and 12? Well, also, I don't want to get cleaned by like every division rival because we we like we only beat the Panthers once. It's true. Other than that, lost like, to the Saints like, twice. We got cleaned by the Saints, and we lost to the Panthers one of the other time. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Be- that's I would love to beat Tampa twice just to play spoiler to them and their playoff hopes. Yeah. Um, do I think we can beat them once? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think our defense is going to have to step it up against those wide receivers. Though. I think I think it might be like week seventeen whenever we beat the Bucks. I also think Rojo is going to be out. He is not going to play. So you're going to see a heavy dose of Fournette. I don't think he's playing. Fournette? Or he, or he didn't last week anyways. Well, probably not, but I think he's going to play. Who do they have? They have Fournette, McCoy. McCoy hasn't done anything. He's just sitting around, I think. Shady McCoy. Yeah, but it looks like Rojo's out. Oh, um, that's going to be a which big is good problem for them. For Atlanta. It's a big problem for them. Yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah, we're, we're, honestly, we're pretty good against the run. We have, I think we have a decent run defense. It's just we give up these big pass plays or we make stupid uh, stupid decisions when it comes to pass interferences and things like that. So um, I don't know. Yeah, I hope we beat them at least once, but I would love to see it twice. Chiefs game, whatever. Don't don't beat the Chiefs. Just let them 
you know, they're going to win. Off, it's fine. We're get, they're going to win. Um, you're game. taking Atlanta. I'm, I'm going to take Tampa this time. Um, next game, the five and eight Lions taking on the nine and four Titans. I'm taking the Titans. Titans showed us last week that at least last week it looked like the Titans of last year playing tough, hard nosed football. I take the Lions. All right. Any reason why? Swifty's back. Swifty scored last week in his week back. That's nice to see. The Titans, they sometimes have, like, some off games. They do, I agree. And I'm just hoping that, it's, like, this game's going to be one of these games <laughs> where Derrick Henry just gets stopped by one guy. I don't know if they have a guy that'll do that. The Browns did it. Akuda, of course, went on IR, so he's out. I don't know if True is back playing or not yet. I, haven't, I haven't seen any news on that one. The, the Lions center, by the way, Ragno, has a fractured throat. Is that even a thing? Yeah, clearly. <laughs> I he's gonna, and he's going to be re-evaluated Friday. I'm assuming he's out. If he I'm a, guessing if it's he's oh, a my, fractured my throat. throat. My throat hurts just thinking about it. But, yeah, he's uh, diagnosed with a fractured throat. I don't know how that happened. Um, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, it's weird. I got a fractured throat. But, I mean, when you think about taking a, a starting center out of that offensive line, that's usually never a good thing for an offensive line. They're they're typically the anchor, what the quarterback relies on to help with reads. The Lions' you know, the, line is like decent. Yeah, but when you lose the center like that, that's tough. That's a tough, tough thing to come by. Center is like the quarterback of the line. So we'll see. I don't know. You taking the Lions? I'm taking the Titans. Next game, the four and nine Texans against the nine and four Colts. I'm taking the Colts. I am. Too. I think the Colts are for real. Some people are probably like, "Dude, you're dumb." They've been they've been real all season. I didn't. I wasn't so sure at the beginning. Even midway through the season, I really wasn't 100 percent sure. Well, I think this like, is a great, solid football team right now. The, the same as like the Titans, like the Colts, they have like their uh, like they have their games and they have like those off games where they just like they seem yeah, like both they nine seem and like four. They, they seem like they just like like half the team shows up and just plays. Yeah, nine and four, both teams, but. Uh, Colts are playing good. That defense is coming along for the Colts. Philly River is not making dumb mistakes anymore like he used to. Definitely a great thing for the Colts. T.Y. Hilton scoring the past two weeks is a good thing for the Colts. So I think they're picking up steam here uh, right at the right at the best time and they possibly can. I'm taking Colts too. Awesome. Next game: four eight and one Eagles against the seven and six Cardinals. A battle of the birds. Eagles. Dagan hurts again. Are you? Yeah. Cardinals have been having, like, a weird last some issues. few weeks. They are. I'm going to take the Eagles as well because I think that defense um, – I think that defense is going to be able to keep Kyler in check. I don't think he's going to have such and a I crazy think, game. I think Hurts, he's going to be slinging the ball around too. I think he's going to be able to on that defense. Is because, like, for some reason, like I said earlier, Cardinals have been they, – they've been weird the past few weeks. I'm just wondering if the Cardinals aren't going to have that that player of the week from last week, Hassan Reddick, just travel with Kyler or with uh, Hertz. You know what I mean? Just to just to spy him and, and keep an eye on what he's doing to stop him. Because if they do that, honestly, I mean, their wide receivers aren't the best. They made plays last week against the Saints, which is great. Their running game was really good. So you have like Alshon Jeffrey, like. Jalen Rager. Yep. I don't. That's what I meant. I just. I don't. I mean, it, you got you got Goddard there at tight end. Not Ertz. Um. No. But uh, I don't know. It's just. It's crazy. 
So both taking Eagles. Yeah. Cool. That's weird. That's weird to say. Um, next game, 0-13 Jets taking on 9-4 Rams. I'm taking the Rams. They're playing solid Rams ball Rams are going right to murder them. They're playing solid ball right now. They are. Yeah. Not much to say about that. I just, nope. I can't, Rams, I can't, I'm not going to take the Jets. Rams win. Yeah, if, if the Jets win any game this year, it's an upset. Plain and simple. They're just not going to I think win. I'm agreeing with you, like what you said like a few weeks ago, where you said, like, I think... Like the Jets, like they never really try. Like they never really tr- like they never really try to lose. But I feel like at this point, they might actually try, like, be trying to be. Because if they won one game, they'd be tied with the Jags. Yeah, and I'm not sure what the consequences would be as far as tiebreakers for first pick of the, of the draft. I'd probably still just say Jets. Yeah, because they're losing most of the season. Anyway. I'm just He's, saying, even if they were to win one, and they were, you know, both one and fifteen, them and the Jags. Yeah, I don't know who I, I, I'd have to look and see, but one of them would be first and second, of course. But uh, yeah, I mean, at, at this Jags. point, I mean, there's there's nothing, there's no reason to win a football game right now. There's not because you're already owing uh, like thirteen. Yeah, so both taking the Rams, 13. huh? Yeah, next game. This next game has potential to be. Has potential to be a game of the week. Are these like the four twenty-five games? Uh, this is the four twenty-five game. Um, the twelve and one Chiefs against the ten and three Saints. Jeez, it's gonna be a good game. I'm taking the Chiefs now. Damn they team. did activate Drew Brees off of IR, and Sean Payton is saying it's going to be dependent on how his week goes on whether he's available or not. Mm-hmm. If this is Taysom Hill against the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs crush them. If this is Drew Brees, I still think the Chiefs win. It's going to be a little closer, but that defense is going to put so much pressure on him. You got to figure, coming back from all those injuries he had with cracked ribs and all kind of other punctured lungs, shoulder, like punctured lung, everything, his, his maneuverability still can't be that great. He might be good enough to play. Now, he's like, he's like the... He's like the Second oldest QB in the NFL, which I'm not really saying is like doing that much. He's just gonna be like he's gonna be like a little slower than like than like well, two. And he doesn't uh, move like all like that, that well anyway. I mean, he moves he enough. He he can he can maneuver around the pocket almost better than anybody. Like he's a he's, he's not, a he's a good QB nonetheless. He's not somebody that's gonna escape the pocket and run for yards. So you don't have he's to not. really worry about that. He can maneuver in the pocket. Where Taysom Hill, he's better if you let him run around. Yeah. But guess what? You're not running around when you got the landlord there, Ty Matthew, chasing you around the yard. Yeah. That ain't gonna happen. No. The, the the Chiefs are not gonna let Taysom Hill run around. No. And that defense of a secondary for the Chiefs, I don't care who you have at wide receiver, that's a tough out. And you don't have the accuracy with Taysom Hill like you do with Drew Brees. Yeah. And if you're dinking and dunking on the Chiefs, Good luck. Like I said, Drew Brees, he's like a good QB. On the he's list. a great QB. He's he a hall, He's a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback. He is. And I'll say that. As a Falcons fan. But I just, it, that's, you know, there's nothing against him. He's had a, he's an amazing career. Yeah. Uh, one, the, one of the best to ever play the game. But he's definitely on the downside for sure. And with all these injuries, it's really hard to come back from all that, especially in just a couple of weeks. You think after this year, because more than likely Drew Brees going to retire. He'll you think done. you think you think Taysom Hill might be a starter. You think Jameis might be. I'd have to go with Taysom, or, or Jameis would be playing right now. There's something with Jameis that he's really there just as a just as a handcuff. Somebody that if if every, if the world collapses, he's there. He could throw throw a football. I don't know. 
yeah. Um, Chiefs. Yeah, same. That defense. That's, uh, if the Eagles can beat the Saints and handle them like they did last week, Chiefs, Chiefs should know a problem. Um, <clears throat> Next game. That's going to be rough on the Saints, though. It is. You go against the, the, the Jalen Hurts can move around very well. Mahomes, same thing. Yeah. But all those weapons, <clears throat> not going to happen. Next game, nine and four Brownies taking on the five and eight Giants. Brownies. I'm going to go Brownies as well. Here's an interesting take for you on this game, though. Of course, we know Jason Garrett, ex-Cowboys head coach, is the offensive coordinator for the Giants. Mm-hmm. Tested positive for COVID. Oh. The tight ends coach for the Giants is Freddie Kitchens, <laughs> old Cleveland Browns head coach. Last year, Cleveland Browns. Actually. Kitchens is calling the plays this week because wow. Garrett is out. Wow. And not allowed around the team. So Freddie Kitchens calling the plays against his old. Is this a Kitchens revenge game? Will he get the best of the Brownies with the Giants? No. You don't think so? Browns are going to kill the Giants. I think so too. But it's an interesting take nonetheless. It's just funny because I didn't even honestly. I, I completely forgot over this season that Kitchens was the tight ends coach. I didn't, I didn't even know he was. I knew it. I knew it was when Joe Judge came in and got Garrett as OC. He hired Kitchens right around the same time. For the tight ends coach, so I but I forgot just over the course of the year that he was doing that, and uh, it's interesting that he's you know this game on for you know going against the Browns, he gets a higher higher shot to make some things happen against that team. So yeah, uh, both taking a brownie. Brownie's playing good football right now, which is weird to say. Playing really good for nine and four, man. That's it's weird that's to say. Dudley right there. It's interesting. I bet Brown's going to be one of the teams that collapse after the season. We'll see. I think most of their guys are tied up in contract too, so it's they're gonna have most of their players coming back. That's pretty good for Kevin Stefanski there. Yeah, first year head coach, probably up for co- one of the coaches of the year. Yeah. I have to say, I mean, to turn a Browns around like that, his first season. Nah, I'd say Andy Reid, coach of the year. I don't know, Andy. We all know what Andy Reid has. He didn't do anything special right now. He didn't run the one. He went sixteen and for if he went sixteen and zero. He'd be up for it, I think. I mean, he'll be Off up the for Jets it. went 16 and 0, their coach would be. He'll be up for it. But I, I mean, Stefanski turning the Browns around, he's definitely up could there. Could you could you imagine if the NFL had a worse coach of the year award? It should be. Maybe Adam Gase every well, year. I don't know. It'd probably be one of the ones that got fired. Yeah, it'd be Adam Gase. Actually, be it Adam shouldn't Gase. be one of the ones that got fired because their GMs were just smart enough or their owners were smart enough to fire them. The uh, Jets organization, not that intelligent. It'd be Adam Gase, sure. Um, Next game, final game, Monday Night Football. The 11-2 Steelers taking on the 2-10-1 Bengals. Bengals. This is where the Bengals still lose again. I'm taking I, the I'm, Steelers on this one. I just The Bengals have nothing. I'm taking the Bengals nothing. because I want them to really win. I agree. I would like them to, but the Steelers are definitely going to win this football game. Um, here's them. here's an interesting take, okay? Because you want to take the AFC is the most interesting right now. The NFC at the top, you have the Packers and the Saints. I think the Packers are a better team, okay? When you look at the AFC, the Chiefs and the Steelers are at the top. I think the Chiefs are way better. They are okay, way better than the Steelers. We talked about how cushy. Wait, well, let's finish this off. So you're t- you're taking the Bengals seriously? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm taking the Steelers. So you take a look at at the schedules for both the Chiefs. And the Steelers. The Chiefs, they both had easier schedules. Okay? Mm-hmm. 
I think the Steelers was slightly easier. Slightly. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs, of course, only one loss. Steelers now have two in a row. I think we talked a couple weeks ago about the Steelers. There was two games maybe all year that were difficult, mm-hmm. and they won. If I take a look back right now, the Chiefs, week one, we didn't know, of course, right, who the Texans were. They turned out to be garbage this year. Mm-hmm. They beat the Texans. They beat the Ravens. Beat the Patriots. They beat the Bills. They lost to the Raiders, which seven and six Raiders, all right, is what it is. They beat the Bucks. They beat the Dolphins. That's a harder schedule. It is. And that's not even all the games. Let's take a look at this, though. The final three weeks, the Kansas City Chiefs now have to take on the Saints, then the Falcons and the Chargers. Falcons should be an easy game. It should be. Chargers should be an easy game for them. Saints should be a tough game. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, if we jump back here and take a look at the Steelers' final weeks, it's a little more difficult, I think. They got the Bengals this week, which should be a win. Mm-hmm. The Colts next week. It's going to be a good game. Then the Brownies week 17. That's going to be a good game. Those last two weeks are killer, and that is going to help dictate the outcome for playoff time. Um, let's talk about one more thing as we finish up this week 15 preview episode here with the All Out Blitz podcast. Let's What's talk that? about we're coming near the end of this football season. We are. Let's talk about free agents that happened before this year that they got signed. Philly who, Rivers going to the Colts. Who we think, well, there were a lot of them, right? There were a lot of star players, veteran players that ended up going and putting on a new uniform this year. So the NFL put out um, top 10 free agent signings of 2020. I just figured let's, let's run through them and let's see if we agree with their ranking. All right. Something to do. Let's start from number 10. Number one, you want to start from number 10? 10 to 1. 10 to 1? All right, let's start with 10. Number 10 is Green Bay Packers signed offensive tackle Rick Wagner. Now, of course, we know David Bakhtiari is left tackle. Ricky Wagner here filling in at right tackle. Packers needed a boost in the offensive line, right? You needed to provide Rodgers a little bit more time. You wanted to give Aaron Jones a little bit more space to run the football. They signed him on a two-year deal worth $11 million. Mm-hmm. He is currently ranked 20th among all NFL tackles. Bakhtiari's probably higher than that even. That means there's only 19 tackles better than Rick Wagner right now this year. That's pretty awesome. I, I think that was a great signing. I know who he is. Yeah. Um... He hasn't struggled at all. Been a great addition to the team. That is number 10 that the NFL chose within this specific article I was looking at. Okay. Uh, Number nine, Las Vegas Raiders wide receiver, Nelson Aguilar. They needed a weapon. They needed a wide receiver. They did. They didn't really have much. They have Hunter Renfro. They got Darren Waller. The throw to for Derek Carr. They needed another guy. They did. Nelson Aguilar is a speedster, pretty fast. I think he's done a pretty good job. He played much better this year than he did the last two years with Philly. They also signed him on a one-year, $1 million deal. 
Would you sign him to like at least like a three? No. Oh. I just think for a one-year, $1 million deal is pretty awesome. Um, I think he's having an amazing year. The last couple of years at Philly, he had really bad issues with drops. Uh, he dropped the game winner last year against Atlanta. Should have had it. Would have been gone for a touchdown. Um, that is number nine on this list. Number eight, corner New York Giants, James Bradbury. Three-year, $43.5 million deal. Wow. I mean, the Giants needed someone in the backfield, so it was better than James Bradbury. Yeah, so um, I, I think this is probably the best year of his career. I think he's playing absolutely amazing football. I think this is a great add to for the honest, Giants secondary. To be honest, I have I had no clue. I thought he played with the Giants for his whole career. No. Um, but it's uh, I don't know. You know, he's he's a true starting corner in the league now with the Giants. Somehow moving over to the Giants here kind of flipped his career around a little bit. Of course, that kind of money will do that to you as well. Um. He ranks third in the entire league with 16 passes defended. Wow. Cool. Which is pretty awesome. That's a he huge. pretty awesome. That's pretty huge for the Giants secondary, which they desperately, desperately needed. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> number seven, Rams outside linebacker Leonard Floyd. Of course, he signed a one-year $10 million deal. He spent... The whole other part of his career um, with the Bears, and he was a former first-rounder. Very underwhelming with the Bears, but he's come on. Um, He already has a new career high for sacks with seven and a half this year. Uh, 43 tackles, 16 QB hits, and two fumble recoveries. They also seen a, a new record for him with 36 QB pressures, tied for 18th most in the NFL. I think that was an amazing sign. I think $10 million for one year is pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, when you look at, like, what Clowney wanted was what? He wanted 12 I think. Or like, 19 or 18 or something. Oh, well, oh, that's right. It was closer to 20 Yeah. Oh, man, it's a steal then. Yeah. Because he's much better than Clowney. It's a steal for, like, Everson Griffin or something like that for, like, a six-rounder. Yeah. So I think this was a great, great pick by the Rams. Um Number six, a two-year, $15 million deal for Miami Dolphins defensive end Emmanuel Ogba. This was, this was amazing. To, go, to put on the defensive front, you see him every single game disrupting plays. Um, hopefully they can do a re-sign with him next year, re-up him. Um, he's done extremely well with Miami. Mm-hmm. He is definitely a reason why this Miami defense is so good this year. Definitely a huge reason. Did Byron Jones sign with Miami this year? Yep. Okay. You you have to think about that defense, right? Because they let all those other players go. Yeah. Right? But then they bring in, like, Byron Jones. They bring in Ogba. They bring in Kyle Van Noy from the Patriots. Yeah. That will completely alter your defense. And we yeah. see it We see it paying dividends now. Um, number five, inside linebacker for the Giants, Blake Martinez. Two defensive players from the Giants on this list. Of course, Blake coming from uh, good old Balake here, coming from the Packers, Balake Martinez, three-year, $30.75 million. It's $10 million a year. Big, big contract, but a big, big year. 
Um, I wish someone's name Aaron was on here. <laughs> a Aaron. A Aaron. He's ninth among all linebackers in defensive grades. He has 112 tackles. He's very close to his career high in QB hits and passes defended as part of that linebacking core. Um, another reason why the Giants' defense, honestly, is not that bad. It's the offense that's struggling. When yeah. you're missing your star running back like Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones still making rookie mistakes, that is going to hurt big time. The defense ain't that bad right now. Um, number four, defensive tackle, Philadelphia Eagles, Jason Hargrave, three-year, $39 million deal, ranked four in this list. Um did that he? defensive front is good. When you pair him with Fletcher Cox, that's a deadly duo right I'd there. Say, I, don't, I didn't know if he was like playing or not, just because like Fletcher Cox was a starter. Fletcher Cox like, is uh, their starting, I mean, their main primary defensive tackle. But Hargrave lines up right beside him. Oh, okay. And it makes them, a, I mean, like I said, a deadly duo. I mean, that interior fa uh, Philly defensive line is absolutely crazy. Hargrave here has 23 QB pressures, which is 12th most among interior defensive linemen. That's wow. a good pickup when you got Fletcher Cox sitting there, too. He's much higher than that on that list. Yeah. Um, he's very close to his career high in sacks. He is four and a half right now with three games to go. Career high, six and a half. Good. Definitely has a chance to do it. He's tied his career high with QB hits with eight. Yeah. So he's going to break that easily. Mm -hmm. We're in our top three now. Top three. Indy Colts, QB, Philly Rivers, one year, $25 million deal. I think after this year, they might sign like a three mil, like a three year deal. I think they're going to give him more. Frank Reich just said this week that he sees multiple years left in Rivers if he wants to play. So sign him maybe like a five, 10 year deal? No, no, no. He doesn't. Have two <laughs> He's not Mahomes. Two more years, I'd give him. I'd give him a two year deal, a two year extension worth $35 million. It's going to yeah. be a lot less annually than what he just made this year, but this was quite the payday for Philip Rivers. Um, as we can see here, though, he's really starting to gel with that Colts offense. They're really putting up some good games yeah. here. I think it was a good move by by the Colts. They needed somebody. Brissett is not a starter. I'm yeah. sorry. I mean, he's a good quarterback, but he's not a starter. He's, he's, he's good for a backup. Yeah. He's like Haskins. He's good for a backup. I'm not there yet on him. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> number two. Number two. I don't, I don't agree with this. What's that? I don't agree that this isn't number one. Is it? Number two is Carolina Panthers wide receiver Robbie Anderson. Anderson Jets, got he got yeah. paid a two year twenty million dollar deal. Came from the Jets. He I honestly he think fits this is number with the Panthers. I think this is this should be ranked number one in this article. Yeah. I think he is playing. I mean, this is by far. He's had great years in the, with the Jets with absolutely nobody to deal with. He is having a career year right now. Career high in receptions. And receiving yards. He has 996 yards with three games left to go. I'll wait to hear who number one is, and then I'll, I'll say. Um, he's also winning more one-on-one -on -one scenarios on the outside. 218 yards, touchdown on 23 targets, 18 receptions. I think he definitely fits more with the Panthers than he does with the Jets because then he actually has like, someone to he throw has it. Other, he does and he also has other players to help but I honestly I think this was such when this got when this came out that he was going to the Panthers Matt Rule coached him in college yeah they know each other mm -hmm. Teddy B can throw to anybody he can 
you have, I mean, Mike Davis is shown to be a stout running back in this league with McCaffrey being out this year, but you have Davis, McCaffrey, you have DJ Moore out there. This is something special. This was a perfect fitting. I honestly think he should be number one. Now, number number one? number one, of course, is Tom Brady oh, with the geez. Buccaneers. Two-year, $50 million deal. You want I to think know this why was, he's number one? It's because he's Tom Brady. Yeah, I, That's I, it. I do think this should be number two. It should be. Because, if I mean, let's be honest. Anybody is better than Jameis Winston, okay? And, and that offense, with all those weapons, before they even signed anybody else— Rojo was already there. Mike Evans was already there. Chris Godwin was already there. Cameron Brait was already there. Yeah. The the offensive line pickups that they made in the draft and through free agency. Like Tristan Phenomenal. Like phenomenal. So any quarterback is going to do better. But somebody of the pedigree of Tom Brady, of course it's going to make it better. Yeah. Brady, you know, having a pretty good season. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a very good season, actually. I mean, that's just... You know, 30 to 11 ratio, 30 touchdowns, 11 picks. That's, you throw 20 less interceptions like Jameis, you know, than what Jameis did. Yeah. That's a good season. Um, I think this should be number two on the list, to be honest with you. It should be. Uh, but that's the that's the top 10 free agencies. And, and we were looking, I, I, we, I was just doing some research yesterday. I t- was talking to you and... And we were talking about the Atlanta Falcons draft and what that's going to end up looking like. And nobody knows because we don't have a new GM or new head coach yet. But I was looking at the corners that in that are possible, you know, going to be free agents after this year. And could be good, like... So many out there. With, like... So... Like, they were, like, to pretty much, like, team up with uh, Terrell. Yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, Our top one so far would probably be to re-sign the guy from... Who was Brian, originally Brian from... Poole. Yeah, from originally from the Atlanta Falcons, went to the Jets... Should be. He got. He went on IR this year, so you got to see what he comes back yeah. with. But uh, you know, people like Mike Hilton from the Steelers, people like Pat P uh, from the Cardinals. I mean, they're all going to be free agents. Uh, so we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll cover something in the off season about free agents, and we'll talk we about s- that. Quite. We still got to think about something to do in the off season. Well, there's going to be a lot to talk about. Trust me. Um, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, that uh, that about wraps up the Week 15 preview. Plus, of course, you know, just a little extra fun talking about. Uh, Top 10 free agent signings this season. Uh, see how they're doing with their new teams as we uh, wind down to the end of the regular season here. But uh, that's, that's about it. Yeah. Anything else you want to you want to talk to the folks about before we close up shop here for the day? Not much. All Just right. enjoy week 15 of football. I know we will. Yeah. Always do. It's a good weekend when football's on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your week. Next week is Christmas week, and uh, you know we'll we'll still be back on uh, Christmas Eve. Yeah, our last episode of twenty twenty will be New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Yeah, it'll be ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, no, we'll be back next Wednesday to talk what happens in week fifteen. Next Thursday to talk week sixteen, and uh, to talk about before Christmas. Exactly. Yay. But uh, yeah, everybody enjoy this weekend of football. We'll be back with you next week to talk about what goes on. And uh, enjoy yourselves. Be safe out there. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And from the All Out Blitz podcast, oh, wait a we minute. say... We didn't do our toilet bowl and game of the week. Oh, my gosh. We almost closed it out with do it. I am so happy you remembered. I know. I just remembered. I'm like, oh, wait. We didn't do it. You got to extend this, man. I, got, I forgot Let's what the games were. Let's just do it. Were. Whatever. I forgot that what the games were. Let's let, I'm going to go game of the week. Let's do game of the week. I can't. Sam, so, I might have to go to your side and just see oh what the games gosh, are. Gosh, I can't believe we forgot that. My You're game welcome. of the week. My game of the week is going to be. I'm going to go with Kansas City Chiefs, New Orleans Saints. 
That could be a good game. Is that what you're taking? I would assume so. You're <laughs> assume so. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I'm sitting on the opposite side here. I, I know. See. I know. Let's here. Let's run down the games quick. Okay. Chargers, Raiders, Bills, Broncos, Panthers, Packers, Niners, Cowboys, Seahawks, football team, Bears, Vikings, Patriots, Dolphins, uh, Ravens, Jags, Bucks, Falcons, Lions, Titans, Texans, Colts, Eagles, Cardinals. Jets, Rams, Chiefs, Saints, Brownies, Giants, Steelers, Bengals. I'm thinking a two, and it's either going to be the Cowboys game or the first game that you said, which is, I think, the Raiders. Chargers, Raiders? Yeah. Game of the week? Oh, no, oh not game of the week. Uh, I thought we were talking about Thriller Bowl of the week. I nope, agree game with of you. the week. Oh, that's Chiefs, Saints. Okay, cool. Let's do this then. It's, I'm going to go with the Cowboys-Niners game. Do you really? Yeah. That's interesting. Because the Niners, just because, like, the Cowboys, everyone knows, are a crappy team. Yep. And the Niners, like, I know you're shocked by this, probably. But um, just because, like, I don't really, like, the Niners aren't really, like, that great of a team. And, like, the, I got nothing to say. I'm just choosing that. Nothing else. Perfect. I am going to take one a little different. I'm going to take one because I think the game is just going to, it's just not going to be a good football game. And I'm going Steelers-Bengals. The Bengals put up absolutely zero fight right now. The Jets put up more of a fight this year, like the last couple of weeks here. So I'm going to go Steelers-Bengals as my toilet bowl of the week. Even though it's a divisional battle, they just don't belong on the same football field. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy you caught that because that would have been know. a disappointment if we if we did this and we had to do another uh, like week 15 review. Do that, yeah. And like that would have been disappointing. Anyway, uh, as we I, were I, saying, I appreciate everybody sticking with us. <laughs> yes, sorry, sorry for this, by the way. Uh, also, one quick thing: I know yesterday's episode, the week 14 review, uh, a little bit of an audio issue on there. Did not realize till after it was published. Brady's audio was very quiet, so it was. definitely apologize for that. Hopefully, you're able to enjoy it anyway. Uh, should be much better. We've got all those kinks sorted out. We did. Um, or you did. But, uh, yeah, appreciate everybody joining us. And uh, as hopefully we you'll join in uh, next week again as well. But have a great weekend. And from us here at the All Blitz Podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy, and peace, peace out. out.